This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ah, there you are, traveler. Come inside, hang up your coat, put your feet by the fire, and I shall bring you what you so desperately seek. Rude tales of magic. We return now to a room we've seen once before. Inside of Frederick de Bonesby's most private spellcrafting laboratory. Fresh paper is hard to find. Everything has been used up. It's marked on the front, the back. Things are crossed out in charcoal, in ink, in blood. Where'd he get it? We don't know. Supplies are running low. Uh, The cabinets have been completely demolished as he's desperate to find some sort of solution to solve his own body problem. We got a bit of a problem. We've been using your cantrips. They're not working right. The fire came in. Here's in the butt. I will not be disturbed at this moment. Yeah, yeah, you said that before, but we need help right now. I mean, this is your body, man. We're trying to help you. Have you tried summoning the spirit within? Yes, I tried. You keep telling me to summon the spirit within, and I try to summon the spirit within, and I look in there, it's just a bunch of boogers. The bones respond best to coffee soft sandwiches, and simple water. The thing is we can't find the sandwiches! You keep telling us it's water, it's coffee, it's soft sandwiches. There's no sandwiches! We're not close to civilization! What's going on? No! That's what you mean, no! You keep saying no! No! You keep saying it's the exact same... I feel like I'm talking to a brick wall. It's the exact same inflection as before! Yes. See, and that yet... Wait a second. Wait a second! There's another, there's a frenzied knock at the door. You can hear clawing at the door. What the fuck is going on? Uh, okay, what's my name? I will not be disturbed at this moment. Yeah, see, that's not my name. I know my name. My name is... Have you tried summoning the spirit within? Oh, shit, something's wrong. Oh, fuck. We hear frenzied footsteps as Goatsy runs away. Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic. It's been two entire days since the event of the last episode. The group has already said their goodbyes to War Turtle Spone. They've reconnected with the K River, and they've followed it north. 
hiding in the forests and the shadows of the trees, away from passersby. They've been journeying, and finally they've made it to what appears to be a juncture in the river. All right, which way now, Bellow? Um, I think right, because we're going north, so right would be northeast. Okay, lead the way. All right, let's go. And Bellow leaps down from some branches and begins snaking through the forest, going in a rightward direction. Okay, great. So you're going in a rightward direction was going to lead you towards the the Mm -hmm. K River. And you are on, remember, you're on the west side of the K River. And you have been this entire time. And so um, you're going to be along the banks of that river. Uh, You know, there's there's heavy tree cover here. And uh, up ahead of you, you see a large wooden sign. And on it is written, Welcome to Otter Squirt. In quotations, don't worry, our founder was executed. <laughs> do you do you recognize this town? No, but it makes sense if there's a big crossing here that there would be some kind of town. You know, there's probably a bridge or a ford. Okay, let's just keep our eyes peeled for call stones. Totally. Okay. Albie's doing like an army crawl on her stomach. Bellow's going to go a little farther ahead. He knows that he's not currently wanted, so he feels a little less pressure. Sure. So he's going to go a little farther ahead of the group and try and see if he can get a sense of this town. Sure thing. Uh, so, uh, Bellow, the trees part, and you see a small riverside hamlet built into the natural fork of the Kay River. The town looks to have been here for decades, as evidenced by the tall stone bridges covered in moss. But the dozens of witch hunter carts and tents and lookout towers look scarcely more than a few weeks old. The grass all around town has been trampled down into mud. Several hundred witch hunters wander the town with the full spectrum of purpose to their walks. Some practicing spells and attacks on training dummies, others leading horses around. There's a buzz of activity and a general sense of disarray to the town. You can see a large, unfamiliar riverboat stopping at a dock, its captain speaking nervously to a witch hunter, wearing some sort of strange steel belt. You're undetected at the moment, but it's only a matter of time before somebody sees you. Bellow's going to crouch a little lower and and squint a little harder and say, Bad. Branson, does it look like there's anywhere uh, else for us to make a crossing? How deep is the river? How strong is the current? At this point in the river, the river is very deep. The current is very strong. Okay. It's moving uh, it pretty quickly. Uh, you know, I would say good luck trying to swim across. But you can see uh, up a little ways into town, because you are low to ground and there is a town directly in front of you, you don't have the best perspective on the town right now. It's sort of just like a front view of the town that you got right there. Yeah. Um, you can see a single very tall stone bridge, the one that I had described, mm-hmm. uh, moss covered. It's tall enough that like these these like two-story riverboats would be able to pass under it. Okay. Um, so, these, you know, it's very, very tall stone bridge. You can see that, but you can also see, you know, nearby the stone bridge, there are, uh, there's witch hunters. You can see a witch hunter tent near the bridge. Um, and this one has like black velvet rope up around the witch hunter tent. And there is another witch hunter right outside of the tent smoking with that very familiar yeah. thousand yard look on his face. So these witch hunters seem to be going through whatever the witch hunter we last saw is, was going through. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Bellow's going to return to the party. All right, guys. I scoped out the town, and I'm going to level with you. It's Witch Hunter Central. Uh. 
Yeah. And I don't know. The river's really deep here, and it seems like the current's pretty strong. I don't know if we could just swim across it. We might get separated, or, you know, we might just get carried away. Shit. What uh, do, by central, what do you mean? There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them, and there's like there's they're all milling around. They're at the docks. They're they're just in the town. There's even like, you know, there's a tent. There's a black tent that really looks like it's got some higher ups. Jeez, what like, ten, twenty? I mean, I saw one guy on the outside of the tent, but then there were others just in the town. I couldn't get a real count, but more than we want. Okay. So you said there were docks. Was there any other like there, outlet? There's bridges. Okay. Um. Did you happen to notice like? Is there any, like, a tree line or something where we could get a better look from, like, above? I've got an even better idea. Bellows going to look up, and he's going to call out in bird. Hey, Flip Cup! Uh, you hear Flip Cup call out in bird. What? Listen, man, we've got a mission for you. Oh, a mission? Yeah. Oh, you got something for me? Yeah. Oh, fantastic! But this is, listen to me. What? I'm listening! You gotta be careful. I am careful! You gotta keep a low profile. I always keep a low profile! That's why I'm so quiet. I'm a, I'm a classic introvert. Oh. I am. That's nice. Okay, great. I need you to make a pass of this town that's just up ahead on the river. Do you see that town with all the people in it? Yeah, I see the town. Okay, I want you to make a pass over the town and note any unusual features. Sure. And, like, get a sense of, like, how many dudes in black robes there are. How many dudes in black robes? Yeah. Sure thing. You got it. Thanks, Flip Cup. Anything else? We'll, uh... We'll give you some food after. Yeah, food. I can get food on my own. I'm huge. Yeah. Tell him you'll jack him off. He loves that. What's he saying? Nothing. What was promised to me? He said hi. He said hi? Mm-hmm. He said that he loves you and, and thinks you're a valued member of the group. Finally, somebody who respects me. All right, here I go. Ah! And Flip Cup's going to fly up into the air. Uh, so you've just sent a large, uh, you know, like grizzly bear size bear owl up into the air. Um, and he's going to uh, he's going to start flying around the town. He's doing a once over. OK, so based on what he says, what are you thinking? We're going to uh, I don't know, like make our way undetected through the town. And well, maybe there's like, you know, uh, a different way in. Maybe there's a side bridge or i don't know i don't know We're, we got to get all the information we can before we make a move because this is going to be close okay hear me out i've noticed something most days after a few hours it gets dark if that were to happen today it could be very beneficial to stealth operations stealth operation yes friends yeah dude He's right. Night comes as surely as day begins. And at night, once we get this information from Flip Cup, we can sneak past everyone. I mean, they have to sleep sometime. Why not night? Why not night? And come on, we've gotten through dangerous circumstances before. Uh, we're practically uh, good. Yeah, practically good it, at it, going past people. It, the cover of darkness could probably help, but it's not going to be a cakewalk. I'm sure they keep a night's watch. Cakewalk? Night's Watch? Jeez, I'm hungry for breakfast. After several minutes, Flip Cup uh, returns to you, and uh, uh, Bello, he greets you and says, All right, I got some good news and some bad news! Hit me. Uh, the good news is 
I saw a lot of the town, right? It seems to be like a Y-shaped fork, right? Uh-huh. One direction going to what, um, you know, I don't have the words for it, but I would call the Northeast, and another coming to, and I'm just guessing at the language here, the Northwest. Wow. Yeah. It seems like there's sort of two types of town. There's a lot of stone buildings, and then there's a lot of, like, sort of like black tents, and they don't, the two don't seem to be very well integrated. Uh-huh. Now, here's the bad news. There's a tower in the center of town, and there is a lookout, and he looked at me right in the eyes, and he pointed at me, and then he started talking into his glove, and there was a flurry of activity, so I flew back here. Oh, oh, you flew back here? Okay. Uh, well, first I flew into another direction. I'm not an idiot, Albie. No, that's... That was really good. Thank you. Really good. I'm actually a tactical genius. Apparently. I'm a grizzly bear-sized creature who eats humans regularly and has largely evaded capture. Stir Fry turns to Prolapse. You know, I don't know what my son's saying, but I'm proud that he's so charismatic. He can hold the crowd. Okay, so... Obviously, we're going to the northeast. The tower. How are we going to get around the tower? We're going to have to move through the town. Undetected? Yeah. Flip cup? Yeah, I'm flip cup! Was there any kind of, like, you know, high wall or something around the town that maybe isn't, like, us going through the center of town where everybody's camped out? God, I wasn't able to get too many details because, again, I'm a huge creature that was in the sky unprotected! That's fair! Yeah! Just curious. Albie. Hi. You can punch wind. I can punch wind, yeah. What I'm saying is that we don't need to be afraid of this. Whatever's up there, we can do this with our wits, our skills, our power. Me, the power of speech. The bones me, the power of having a new fun friend voice. Cordelia, the power of height. Tremendous height! Albie, the power of punching wind. And that, that many people do that. And Bellow, the power of being a good and forgiving friend. Albie, he's right. I mean, <laughs> that's saying a lot. But he's right, you could punch wind. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'll try to put that to good use. I mean, if it comes to it, I'll punch him. I'll punch wind. I'll punch That's faces. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. yeah. If it comes to it, you'll fucking punch your fucking assholes yeah. in the face with the wind. Stir fries. Stir fries. Stir fries. Hey, I love, I love a group. I love a joint cause. I love when we're all on the same page. I don't know if this is the punching wind kind of day. Uh, I think right. this is more like a stalking in the shadows kind of night. Uh, Cordelia's riled up by Stir Fry's idea of punching wind, and she's like mimicking <laughs> mimicking what Albie normally does, where she sort of like shadow boxes in the air. Alright, uh, Flip comes in. Ah, bellow, bellow, bellow! Uh, I do think that like, time is sort of of the essence here. I sort of created a stir. I'm gonna go try to create a distraction. I wish I had more language to tell you exactly what you're up against, but I'm sort of maxed out, because remember, I'm like a I'm, I'm, I'm close to subsentient. Yeah. So, you know, what, if, is there anything you want to do to get a better look? Go for it. Why don't we uh, check out the perimeter of the place? You know, see if anyone's coming or going, um, that sort of thing. Yes, yes, we'll bide the time as light spreads her blanket over Father Day. <laughs> Making up this mythology right now. Um, and that way we'll sort of case the joint and know which paths we can take for our nighttime sneaking. Would it be helpful if someone could, she goes invisible, go invisible? <laughs> oh my fucking jots! Cordelia! Yeah? No. What? <laughs> Why? Witch hunters. Why? They'll detect your magic. Fuck. She's not, not invisible anymore. Aww. But I can blend in pretty easily with, like, a tr- with trees and stuff, so I think if I keep to the tree line, I'm pretty undetectable if I just stay close to the tree line, so I'll be back. And I'm just gonna be really careful. I'll go by your side. I'm okay. also very sneaky. Okay, no jumping around. 
Right. Stiffright gets on uh, the ground and starts pulling himself forward through the dirt. <laughs> Albie leaves her sword with Cordelia and heads off so she's a little lighter on her feet. Okay, Albie, you uh, you make it to the edge of the tree line. And now that you're there, I'm going to have you make a, a perception roll. You're much closer to town. You can really grab some details. Fifteen. All right, Albie, here's the skinny on what you see. You're looking out through the tree line into Otter Squirt in all its faded glory. The Kay River flows northward and splits in half, one side flowing to the northwest towards the teenage woods in Polaris University, or where Polaris University used to be, and the other flows to the northeast towards the capital and Brian Doyle Falls. What's it going to be? That's for you to know and me, the DM, to find out. The town looks to be divided into three sections, a west side to the left of the Kay River branch, a north side shaped like a dull triangle in between the two flanks of the K and Y rivers, and an east side to the right of the Y River. Along the west side, you see a dock which seems to be stopping and inspecting all passing ships. Three tall stone bridges in plain sight of God and everybody connect the three sections of town across each branch of the river. Scouting parties of witch hunters are returning from the east and west sporadically. It seems to be about every 20 minutes, maybe every 30 minutes, but unfortunately, because things are so disorganized and so chaotic at this camp, you can't really set your watch to these scouting parties. You can't really rely on exactly when they're going to be showing up. The humble, primarily wet citizens of Otter Squirt are trying to go on about their business, but there's no denying that life under the thumb of witch hunters is less than ideal for all but the most masochistic of subs. And I'm not here to deny them their fun, but still, my heart breaks for all the switches in town only getting half of their rocks off. To say nothing of the doms of town, who this reporter assumes must be closing in on the brink of madness at this point. Also, on the west side, uh, towards a large tent, you see two vaguely familiar faces. You can see a hairless, it seems to be a recently hairless, covered in bandages uh, and, and in shackles, a cat person who is uh, dressed familiarly. And next to that cat person, you see a large, it seems to be a large, clear ball of some sort, like the kind a hamster might run around in. But instead, there is a person in there, a person whose every limb is a blade. Each blade is stuck into one edge of the ball. This person, she is, of course you recognize her, is Lady Blades. Who else the fuck could that be? Uh, she is being rolled by a group of witch hunters. Uh, the cat and Lady Blades are be the great misnomer and Lady Blades are being led from one tent to another. And Albie, that's every damn thing you see. Are the citizens being interfered with um, a lot? Like, are they able to kind of, like, they're, so they're under the thumb of the witch hunters, but... Are you see like people to, going like about they're not their in, like, business. Chains or no, 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 they're not in chains. They simply are. There's just more witch hunters than this town was designed for. For every one normal looking, the, the, you can tell the people of this town all seem to be wet just naturally. That's and that's sort of how you can differentiate okay. them. Also, the witch hunters are all dressed like witch hunters, which is not what this town is wearing. Uh, and so, for every one of the the citizens of this town, there is about there's either three to four witch hunters. So there's oh, way okay. too many witch hunters in this town. This town is swollen to a population it's not accommodated for. And so the citizens of town simply seem to be annoyed. Okay. And 
what's on the east side of the river? I have that on the left side, you have the docks, we have the stone bridges connecting the east and the west side. We have the kind of triangular area north of the fork, but what's on the east? On the east side, there are other tents. It's harder to see because you're on the west side and it's obscured a little bit by the bridges, but you can see there are more tents over there. It seems to be a little bit more sparsely populated over okay. there. Okay. Uh, you do see some large ships which are, are docked on the east side as well. Okay. Albie's going to sort of shift around and see if she can get a closer look at any of those boats. There is a boat on the west side which has been stopped, uh, and uh, the the captain of the boat is talking to a witch hunter. You can't. They're far enough away, you can't really make out what they're saying. It seems to just be a standard boat. You know, it seems to be taking, uh, I don't know, it's taking food from the Cordelian Pastoral northward. I, I don't know, There's but there's barrels on this boat for sure. It seems to be some sort of uh, pretty standard, it wouldn't catch your eye otherwise, just like a cargo boat. Is this too far for Starfry to be able to lip read? Yes, much too far. Okay. Okay, Albie's going to take one last scan, look at Starfry, uh-huh. nod, and creep back carefully to her friends. Still on the ground, Stirfry shimmies around in the dirt and pulls himself back uh, behind Albie. She's going to approach a dry patch of dirt in front of everyone and uh, using her monk powers, start sketching out a diagram in the ground of what she just saw. Stirfry coming behind accidentally crawls over it, <laughs> looks back. <laughs> moves backwards, hoping he didn't crawl over it. Turns out I erased it even more. He sits crisscross applesauce looking at Albie and goes, I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay. This is what I saw. Okay, so does everyone remember the plan? Yeah. First, I'm going to get us some disguises. That means witch hunter robes. I'll tuck my way into them. And then I'll sneak into the watchtower, where I will wait to see a eastern-bound boat leave its dock fully checked by the witch hunters. Then I will shine a light on a western-bound boat, creating the distraction so everyone thinks that that's the boat to follow. And there, Bello and I are waiting at the westbound docks. So when you hit that decoy boat with the spotlight, I hit the boat with... The great and terrifying demonic void tentacles that are in here somewhere. And the witch hunters aren't going to be able to resist that shit. They know it's me. They're going to come after it. And if anyone sees us getting up to that business, I'll be the face. I'll talk us out of that. Perfect. Okay, and Cord, you're sure you feel okay doing this? No, but we got it. It's the right plan. Okay, okay. So then... After you guys set the distraction, me and Prolapse are going to save the great misnomer and Lady Blades. And then we're all going to rendezvous at the eastbound bridge. Yes, and if everything goes according to plan, we'll all easily leap from the bridge onto that escaping boat. And the witch hunters will be none the wiser. It's a perfect plan, and I'll assume nothing will go wrong. Okay, huddle up. Huh? This is a brilliant plan, and I'm I'm glad I stayed, and I'm we're going to be able to do this. And after we go to Brian Doyle Falls, Bello... Then we can go to hell. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, Cordelia. Okay. And if anything goes wrong, just remember, we have each other's backs. Yeah. I have your back. Got your back. I got your back. Got your back. Got your back. Stirfry swells with inspiration from Cordelia and the group's incredible speech and support. 
Flip Cup also gets six extra hit points. Uh, <laughs> it feels very good to him. He goes, what's happening? Is this, is this it? Is this a different type of, you know, the thing I do? Oh, it's a, it's a form of self-sustenance? Yeah, sure. Ah, I'm going to go back in the woods. <laughs> Fun. Stay hidden. Ah, I'm going to eat a rock. Uh, Albie takes Bella's hand and gives it a squeeze. Good luck. You too. I'm off. All right, and we follow Bello now. Bello, you're on the west side, and you're heading uh, into the tents. Mm -hmm. Bello walks with purpose towards a tent, which has next to it a large clothesline where several witch hunter robes are hanging. Yes, there is a clothesline, uh, and there are witch hunter robes uh, hanging there. There is also a strange metal belt, which is uh, hanging up on the rope. There is, uh, uh, as you get to it, though, you see a single witch hunter near the tent who is smoking. They have a a far-off look in their eyes. Hey, are these dry? We need some spares right away. Excuse me? We need the spare robes right away. Oh my god, you're one of them, aren't you? Yeah, you're one of them, all right. Yeah, sure am, man. Yeah. Oh boy. One of us. Yeah, no, I, yeah, one of us. It's been a few days, I tell you. Yeah, it sure has. Yeah, you gra- grab the clothes, you know, it's just we're sort of doing a communal thing with the clothes. Of course, of course. Are you on a specific duty right now? Well, I'm on a special assignment. The commander asked me to grab these for him. Okay, then you're going to need the belt. Okay, great. And he's going to hand you a, uh, a metal belt, and it is this is a chastity belt. Mm-hmm. That's what I was hoping. Okay, uh, I'll be sure to give this to him. All right, it, I'm just saying, if you have work to do, you need this belt on. I mean, as you know, you know, it's a brand new world, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. There's suddenly all these hot people everywhere. What? I guess you're one of them. Well, yeah, but they're... Right? Po- I mean, you're one of you, right? You're... I mean, yeah, you don't have any memories from before the last few days, right? Not to, you know, no, I guess the opposite of no offense. Like, I mean, you're a hot guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always approach every day with a sense of wonder and awe. Yeah, but two days ago, you were basically born into reality. Two days ago? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a wild one. Yeah, that's why we got the belts now. Thanks, man. Thank you. You got it. Hey, thanks for looking out for me. Hey, anytime. What's your name? <laughs> My name... <laughs> my name is Carl Lips. <laughs> nice you, Carl. Yeah, my ancestors were good kissers. Nice. What happened? You still? Me? Yeah. Well, the name, you know. Anyways, we shouldn't find out. No complaints. Now. Thanks for the robes. You got them. Bello returns to his compatriots, passes out the robes. Nice. They are, he's got five of them. Abby puts hers on. Cordelia takes the biggest one. Um, I, th- I got the robes. Here you go. I do think I learned... What happened with Peebus? Oh. Is he here? No. Oh. Oh, good. I I think that the witch hunters have... And bear with me here. I think the witch hunters forgot that hot people existed. Huh. I think the we was hot people. Your we? So when you said we, we they... When Peebus- I said forget that we exist, Peebus made the witch hunters forget that... Very attractive people exist. But that's not possible because the stone's still up for Albie. <laughs> yeah, hey! <laughs> I think it's I think it's a high level. I think it's like No, this is bad. No, this is bad. Oh, no, no, no. I don't this is Peebus. This is Peebus's standards. I don't know who what Peebus thinks is hot. Okay. Not, so it's not accounting for personality at all, because the personality improves one's appearance. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just not see you when you're there? I think it was like all their memory of hot people up until the moment of Peebus's boon was wiped. I, so it was like suddenly the world 
was full of hot people. That's why when we passed that that cart the other day, there you know we were not going to knock it. I'm too pissed to think about this any further. Fuck that. I'm hot. I'm I have confidence in myself. He throws on his witch hunter gear, looks at everyone, goes, "Remember how cool I look doing this." Yeah, totally, dude. Then you're gonna need this. And Bello hands him the metal belt. <laughs> Is that a chastity belt? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, the the witch hunter I spoke to, uh, he said the you know the really hot people need to wear that for protection right now because they're so in demand. Stir fry moves to. So if you're a super hot dude, um, yeah, just throw that on and you'll be safe. But what about you, Bello? Will you be safe from the temptations of sexuality and pure lust for a new form? Okay, let's just, you know, let's just keep moving. Stirfry tosses the belt back to Bellow. Fuck you! I love you, man. And he runs, he stops, and then he starts walking with purpose and professionalism up the west bank of the K River. Stirfry, and as you walk to the bridge, uh, Branson here, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about how the, the mechanics of this, the rest of this episode are going to go. I am rolling uh, for the witch hunters. Now, as you guys stick to the plan or don't stick to the plan, I am going to be changing the DCs of these witch hunters. Um, I'm making my own rolls privately. So, if you guys are deviating from the plan, if things are getting uh, are getting way wacky and wild, if things are changing too much, the witch hunters are going to start to notice things. So, if you are able to stick to the plan confidently Confidently and uh, keep the streamlined plan going together, things should be fine. There's going to be some difficult DCs you're still going to need to pass, and I'm going to be rolling for those privately. Does that make sense? Yes. 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 So great. Okay. So, Stir Fry, knowing that, you come up to the large stone bridge connecting the west part of town to the north part of town. Flanking the bridge are two witch hunter guards. They stand at attention. Uh, Stir Fry uh, nods at both of them and just starts walking in between. All right. One of the witch hunters stops you and says, whoa, 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 buddy. What's going on there? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to grease the light for the evening grease. Oh, the evening? It hasn't been evening greased? No, not, 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 not even. I mean, it. unless, has someone done it? Do I, can I go back? Can I? I, nobody's come by talking about grease. I didn't know there was a morning grease. Uh, oh, yeah. Do you have enough grease? You might have to double grease this thing. Has no one been assigned a morning grease? Buddy, you know what it's been. It's been pandemonium. I'm just, I'm just going to do, okay, can I just tell you, I'm going to do a morning grease. I'm going to do a double grease either way. We just. You like, better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, great. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. Uh, Stir Fry keeps on walking by. Uh, he tur- You hear him turn to his friend and say, you're Kenku witch hunters now. That's crazy. Stir Fry keeps walking. <laughs> Are we going to cut back now to Bello and Cordelia? Also walking up the west bank of the river... Uh, Cordelia and Bello are taking a casual pace, attempting not to draw anyone's attention. Bello is looking around with a, with a bit of authority. He's trying to adopt that sort of like stern witch hunter look. He's trying in hoping that that sort of carries them to their destination. And Cordelia is sort of doing the opposite. She's about half a foot behind him and her hood is down in an attempt to um, appear authoritative and yet not recognizable. Certainly. Um, and this is uh, this seems to be working for you guys for the time being. Now, keep in mind, Cordelia, you are significantly taller than almost anybody else, or probably anybody else at all in this town. And as, so as you move through uh, these tents, you are attracting stares and looks. But as you move through, you do find yourselves now, you are at the bank of the K River. Remember, the K River, which flows west from here. And you are in, uh, this is the wharf part of town. There are docks everywhere, and there are wharves. You can smell the, the water in the air. You smell it is a uh, you smell the brine. I mean, you really there is like, you know, there's there's groves on the docks here, and you smell it all. And there's uh, there's flickering lights out uh, that seem to call to the ships, and you can see two large ships which are both uh, moving westward now. There are uh, several witch hunters. They've stopped. They have a notepads out, and they are inspecting the ship. Okay, Bella's going to walk up to the witch hunters inspecting the ship, mm-hmm. 
and he's going to say, um, "Hey, uh, you're you're relieved." Excuse me. We're t- we're taking over the shift. The witch hunter looks. You're taking over. The, I'm not. I've got three more hours on the clock. Yeah, they've they've cut everyone's hours because there's been so much going on. You're getting a break. Oh my god! First, there's not enough of us, and there's too many, and we we're cutting hours. We're reinforcements. We just came into town. No, look, I know it's not your fault. I mean, no, thank yeah, you. No, yeah. I'm happy. Do you, are you? Sure? I mean, why don't I just finish this one? I got really. We got it. Well, you're not gonna. I mean, I got a. I got a whole system. Are you gonna be able to read my handwriting? We're we're we just came off of customs duty in Piss Harbor, so you you know this is all by numbers for us. And these got you here. We just came down. Oh, look, no, yeah, look, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, I mean, yeah, tell my family about it, you know? Well, please, you tell mine. I yeah. haven't seen them in three months. Ugh. All right, yeah, no, okay, then I'm, I guess I'm off. Yeah, go, take a break. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I meant to ask, like, where's your belt? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not using the belt right now. You know, I'm, I'm going to go back. Got yeah, I know, need just, the belt. it was a compliment, really. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No, I got a full memory, though. Yeah, cool. I, no, I, it's nice. It's, you especially. Hey, day. come on. And he looks at Cordelia. Cordelia has her back turned, uh, sort of casually looking like she's sort of surveying the, the bank area, mm-hmm. trying to, again, like, keep people from looking at her face. He's going to turn, and he's going to look at Bello, and he, with a, is that upper? Yeah. Upper? Yeah, well, no, it's it's just, a, you know, down here on the dock, sometimes it helps to have a little muscle. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. We don't know. I mean, we've gotten some reports of what's moving on this river. Yeah, so. look, I understand. Look, hey, uh, you know, back to the tents for me. Yeah. Can I, did you guys come for the tents? Oh, uh, I was there a little while ago, yeah. We were checking in, yeah. What's the vibe in the tent right now? We up, we down? I think everyone's a little, like, uh, everyone's kind of stealing themselves for a big night. You know? uh, yeah, while well, they're yeah. waiting for me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's going to turn, he's going to hand you the notepad. And yeah. Good luck, buddy. Yeah. Remember to drink a lot of water. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, you're right. That yeah, does help. Yeah. Uh, Cordelia puts out a hand for, like, a high five. Um, he's going to look at your hand and take it in. I'm kidding about the muscle. Yeah. He's going to go to high five you. Great. Bella is, like, sort of staring daggers at Cordelia. Uh, yeah, she feels it on the back of her head. Yeah. Bella was giving Cordelia the look that she gave Bella the other day when he introduced himself to a witch hunter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she feels it. Yeah. Uh, this guy turns and he nods and he's walking. He's walking now back okay. to the tents. He's got a. Uh, well, he also he he's skipping. He uh, he leaps a little in the air and he clicks his heels together and he's whistling. He's very happy to go do the work. <laughs> as as soon as he sees that witch hunter, sort of like just totally have uh, left the scene. Bello turns around, quickly signs the clipboard, and hands the customs form back to the boat captain and says, "You're good to go." The boat captain looks at him. You must be kidding me. It's your lucky day, buddy. It certainly is. And the boat captain's going to turn back uh, uh, to the boat. He's going to say, we're good to go, fellas. And you hear, you hear, yay, yay, cheer. And you hear exotic animals uh, also making noises. All right, all right. On we go. Acres up. Holy shit. You weren't kidding. They're just fucking. Yeah. What? Yeah. They just found out about hot people? Imagine. I can't. With a lurch, the boat begins moving forward. Now we just wait for Stirfry to do his part. Great. As soon as he hits this boat with that spotlight, I'm going to hit it with a void. Hell yeah. This is all going according to plan. 
And we cut back now to Stir Fry. Stir Fry, you're in the north side of town. And the thing about the north side of town is it's buzzing and it's beeping and there is a lot of things happening here. This is the part of town that was most of the town before the witch hunters got here. You see a higher concentration of the wet people. Uh, you know, and the, the species, you got, you got some uh, some dwarves, some elves, you got some people who seem to have some sort of like animal heritage. Uh, there's humans. But the thing that unites them all is they are all soaking wet and they do look downtrodden. There is a lot of uh, gray stone in this part of town and there is a lot of wet moss covering everything. This is a wet town. It's night and there are uh, there are some street lights uh, flickering and there are patrols of witch hunters walking back and forth. And you can see in the center of town, there's a large statue of an otter which has been toppled and in its place there is a large circular glyph which uh, it, it's, it's glowing white. And there are many, many witch hunters paying a lot of attention to this glyph. And this glyph is right next to the tall tower. Uh, did Stir Fry notice that there are witch hunters walking around these people or going on their daily route? Or is it sort of like if you were a witch hunter, you were magnetically pulled to this thing? No, it's not like you're pulled there. It's just that there is a higher concentration of witch hunters there. These are people, they're at work, they're making the rounds. There just seems to be a lot of witch hunters are assigned to be standing near this cliff. Uh, Stir Fry continues walking towards the entrance of the uh, of the tower, but with his new little body shit, one of his eyes starts focusing on that uh, on the witch hunters around it, like a chameleon separating its pupils, and he tries to lip read what they're saying to each other. Um, the witch hunters are not really talking to each other very much, um, but there is what you can tell that two witch hunters, and they are bathed in the white light of the glyph. The glyph, it's bright. So it's a circle on the ground, and there are strange sigils that you can't quite make out along the edge of the circle. The circle itself is not a clean circle. It's made up of a circle of sigils, all of which glow white, and it illuminates the mouth of uh, one witch hunter. And all you can see is uh, that witch hunter saying to the other, just seems like a big waste of money to me. Stirfried nods to himself. His eye, like a chameleon becoming normal for just one moment, turns his eye back facing forward. He continues walking to the entrance of the watchtower. Okay, great. You make it to the entrance of the watchtower. Um, the door is guarded. There is a witch hunter standing at the door, and the witch hunter uh, looks at you and says, Can I help you? Uh, yeah, I'm going to clean the light. You're going to clean the light? Is the light dirty? Yeah, yeah I'm going to clean up the light. Is the light, the light is dirty? So, grease it up, you know. Oh, grease up yeah, the light. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen anybody grease it. Yeah, no, that's why, that's why, that's why I'm here. Did no one grease it this morning? No, nobody greased it this morning. Okay, I'm gonna double, I'm gonna double up the grease. If anyone else comes, let them know that, that I've doubled up the grease. Sure. Th- I mean, I gotta tell you, I've been here for three days. No one. Stirfry starts patting down his side and goes, I, I, I'll, "I'll have enough for now. I'll, I'll come back." Okay, great. I mean, good luck, buddy. Thank you. Um, I, I'll, I'm gonna do the grease now. I'll come back later with more grease. Oh, I understand what you meant. I meant good luck greasing it. Right. Thanks, man. Can't believe we've been able to move it. Yeah, of course. Go right up. I know. No problem. It's just from a waste of money over there. And you, you're telling, you're telling me. Yeah. Inside the tower now, you can see a spiral staircase which extends along the inside, wrapping around the inside of this tower. It stretches up about 50, 60 feet. Let's say exactly 55 feet, and let's call it there. It is exactly 55 feet up in the air, and uh, there is a little station by the door uh, where witch hunters can hang their jackets, and there are a few weapons uh, hung to the side of there. There's a halberd, there's a longbow, there's a torch. It's unlit. 
Stir Fry walks uh, walks up the stairs, stopping by the weapons, taking grabbing a long bow and uh, if you see any rope or anything like that, too. Yeah, there's a few tools there. There's a sack with some supplies in it, and there's some rope in the sack. Great, he's gonna grab the sack with the rope, um, and he's gonna continue walking up those stairs. And uh, as you get up and up, you can tell you are moving higher and higher in the air. The smell of town uh, dissipates a little as you walk higher and higher up. There are a few arrow slits letting the light of the of moonlight in. Remember, it's uh, the moon is still relatively full from a few nights ago. You catch some moonlight coming in through slits, and as you walk up to the top, you make it to a large platform. And on this platform stands a heavily scarred witch hunter. This man is no nonsense. He's about one man tall, and perhaps two men wide, in the shoulders, that is. This is an intimidating man. He wears the typical witch hunter garb, but his looks cleaner. Like he's been taking especially good care of it. In the center of the platform, a large flame is burning. It seems to be burning of its own accord, magically. It is surrounded on all but one side by mirrors, which amplify the sight of the flame, and they shoot it out into the night. The mirrored structure uh, has two handles on either side of it, and this man is actually wide enough. This is a very large structure. This man is wide enough that he can handle uh, both ends of it. He is uh, he's aiming it around town, and he is just sort of looking. This is, a, this is a lookout tower, and this is a spotlight. This is a makeshift spotlight that he is moving about town, trying to see if there's anything strange going on. He notices you immediately. What the hell is this? What's going on here? I'm here to wax the light. Wax the light? Yes. It's a flame surrounded by mirrors. What do you need to wax? The mirrors. It improves the light. It improves the light? Yes. It's making it crystal more clear. It makes it easier to see what happened. Really? I can see just fine what's going on out here. Yes, not everyone has as good eyes as you do. Yeah, that's why they put me up here. They don't need everyone up here. They just need me. <sighs> Have you taken a break in a while? No, they have a spell on me so I don't have to sleep. I'm up, baby. I'm up. Then I guess we're good. I'm, I've been brought in for out, from out of town. Hey, wait a sec. What, Kenku Witch Hunter? What the fuck are you doing up here? You got a problem with Kenku? Yeah, I actually do have a problem with Kenku. You have a problem with that? I actually do have a problem with that. I do my job like everyone else. I respect authority. I make sure that witches and their like are destroyed. And you have a problem because I don't look like you? Yeah, I actually do. Maybe one of my parents was killed by a kinku. You ever think of that, you piece of shit? Stir head falls off. Oh my god, what have I done? Oh my god, what have I done? What have I done? Oh no, oh no, 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 no. Oh my god, they won't let me sleep! It's because they won't let me sleep! Oh, I'm sorry! And he, he picks up the head. He goes, I, try, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, God, if they just let me sleep, I wouldn't be like this. Stir Fry mimics back softly. Oh, my God. What have I done? No, 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 no. Ghost. No, 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 no. Um, he tra- He's trying desperately to put the head back on. What have I done? What have I done? No, 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 no. Uh, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, okay, hide the body. Hide the body. <gasps> the flame. Yes, yes. I'll burn the body. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, right. Um, so right now he's holding my he's holding my body. Yeah, well, he's holding your head. He's holding my head. He's holding your head. He's been trying to put it on the neck, and every time you do, you let it fall off, right? And it's just it's it's rolling around the ground. He's he's on his knees. He's like, what have I done? What have I done? Okay. Oh, you messed up. You messed up big this time. So right now he is uh, looking at my bo- my head that's, that's rolling around. Yes, he's looking at your head. He's looking at you dead in the eyes. Stir Fry's body grabs his butcher knife and goes for the attack. All right, yeah, make your attack roll. Stir Fry's body grabs the knife. 
he firmly grips it a little bit tighter than he normally would. Without being able to see it, he has to rely on his senses, which are sterling. With one fatal swoop, he pulls it out of its sheath and drags it across the neck of this fucking asshole. All right, yeah, this thick neck. You just drag the knife across his neck, drawing blood. You get in there deep, and blood just begins gushing out. He looks at you in horror and says, No, a monster! I just, I don't want to get in trouble! Stripe's head mimics. Get in trouble! In trouble, I'm gonna get in trouble! I'm gonna get, what do I do? One of my parents was killed by a kanku. And he's back for me! He's gonna finish the job! Back for me! Finish the job! Stripe, having punched his knife forward, pulls it back slicing over again. Yes, you do, and this guy, you have just, like, you've absolute, you've closed and decapitated him. Honestly, it would have been kinder if you decapitated him. You get in there and, and you just cut across. At this man, he's bleeding out. The, the life is draining from his eyes as he looks at you in horror. Stripper knows from experience that if he reveals himself right now, which he desperately wants to do, this witch hunter will speak into the glove and reveal his presence. So, he mimics again. No, 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 go, go, go. Oh, 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 oh. He's bleeding out and he's dying. He's dying in front of you. And he looks up at you and he's... Ah, 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 and he look, and the life is fading from his eyes. He goes, finally, I can sleep. And he dies. Yay. Uh, Stirfry puts his knife back in his sheet. He didn't wipe the blood off. He thinks that's cool. And he grabs his head, puts it back on. Then he looks towards where the light is pointing. Branson, where's the light pointing right now? He let go of the light, and the light is just pointing up into the sky. He grabs the light and starts moving it around slowly, trying to mimic the exact motions that the guy before him was doing. He searches for an eastern-bound boat that has been recently cleared that has begun its way up the Y River. Yes, you see one. It's moving, actually, right now, at this exact moment, is moving past the docks. It is moving slowly up the Y River towards the east, the direction that the party wants to be headed. You see now that that boat has passed inspection. Checking his impulse to whip the light over, he instead slowly glides it over to the western sign, looking for that boat to frame and cue as the decoy. We're going to cut back now to Bello and Cordelia. You are still down uh, in the, the wharf area in the docks. The listener hit again with the smell of the water there, and uh, there's barnacles all over the structures there. Bello and Cordelia, the boat uh, nearest to you is suddenly hit with a spotlight. Cordelia, now's your time. Let's do this, hot boy. She steadies herself. She closes her eyes. She reaches within. She scans the shelf of her spells, which were disrupted when uh, De Bonesby was in her body, when they body swapped. But it's more than that. She's checking the garbage can. There's nothing there. There's, sorry, most of her spells are there, but there's no void. It's gone. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. 
Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. How is the gang going to get out of this one? Folks, I don't know. Perhaps they finally have met an obstacle to overcome, which they... They cannot. <laughs> I don't know. You'll have to wait and see till after the m- 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 mid-roll. This is producer Taylor coming at you with this week's sponsor of our show. And gosh, we're thankful for him. Backblaze. Now, folks, let me tell you something. <clears throat> I work a lot with computers. Heard of them? And uh, I've had hard drive failures. Uh, my computer is probably the most important inanimate object in my life. Uh, and if you, like me, are sort of uh, living in this sort of a technological simulacrum of a world, uh, probably your computer is also the most important inanimate object in your life. Uh, maybe that's where your income comes from. Maybe that's just where all your friends live. Uh, maybe that's where, you know, you just you watch the Sonic movie. Oh, we love it. Uh, the computer is very important. But, oh, God, these things are fragile. Oh, my God. Uh, it's like a li- like when you blow the yolk out of an egg and you just keep the shell as a, as a gift to yourself, I guess. Uh, what a fragile, precious thing these computers are they break all the time i've had hard drive failure i've had data loss all this stuff and my whole life's on there but folks ooh, baby there is a better way i'm talking about backblaze.com okay what is backblaze.com hey, what is backblaze it's this okay imagine you're a billionaire imagine you're a very rich person uh you got a lot of important stuff on your computer you would just turn to your six-figure and very fancy executive assistant and say hey uh back this up make a bunch of copies i want to be able to access it anywhere and nothing should ever be lost uh and i you know just like if no matter what happens here's my computer and make sure it's safe and Bring it to me wherever I am, should I need it. That That's what Backblaze is. That's, that, that is essentially what you're getting. This sort of like fantastical, <laughs> you know, service where everything works easily uh, and nothing's ever lost uh, and nothing hurts and your computer life is perfect. Uh, that's what you're getting. It protects everything. I'm telling you, I've been down that road. you got to be backing up your stuff and you can't just have a little external hard drive that can get dropped burned, lost, and single drives will sometimes spontaneously fail. It's inevitable. Instead, you upload to Backblaze, and then you are set. Uh, You can access that data anywhere, obviously, in the world from the web, but also mobile, uh, on all platforms, and they will even send you a hard drive with all your stuff on it should things get destroyed. Or maybe you're traveling or somewhere and you need that stuff. They, like anywhere they will get this day they will get your stuff to you anywhere anyhow it is an incredible service and only seven dollars a month now people i use a lot of software I, I i use a lot of services that is an incredible deal and for two dollars more a month your history you're like your hard drive history is saved for a year that means you can access stuff that you accidentally deleted a year ago or something that you thought you weren't going to need and then oh god you need it it's still there they have it for under ten dollars a month i'm not kidding that is unheard of gosh you know i guess when it comes to backblaze it's less about the ones and zeros and more about the funds and heroes oh and get this don't just go to backblaze.com go to backblaze.com slash rude tales 
That's right. We have a deal. Tell them rude tales sent you. Uh, if you're not backing up your stuff, for the love of God, you're you're hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Why are you hitting yourself? Don't do that. Start backing up. And if you are backing up, you should seriously consider if you know you're getting this kind of deal from wherever you're doing your backup stuff because this is this is a pretty good deal. Uh, backblaze.com slash rude tales. And now I get to do one of my favorite mid-roll activities and introduce you to another cool podcast. Uh, today we're talking about Sonic Realms. Uh, Sonic Realms is another what I call a narrative play show that condenses and uses like actual tabletop, uh, you know, play into an immersive movie-like experience uh, with real spontaneous dialogue from the table game and professional-level sound design. I got the production really is the star if you think if you really think about it. Get beneath the surface, uh, you know. That's just that's all I'll say. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, you know, of course, you, what can I say that's uh, better than uh, hearing the show itself? Let's hear Sonic Realms. At the edge of the cliff above Pebex, a localized darkness appears to curl, condense, and darken into a black, turbid shadow. Stepping out of the shadow, I pull my crossbow up and lay my sights on the rock in front of me. And release. The arrow flies by Varus at the top of the nest and plunges into the side of the great beast. Sonic Realms. Oh, that's intense. That's fun. Folks, listen, I know crossbow sounds. That's a top shelf uh, crossbow sound, which I am looking forward to ripping off. That's Sonic Realms roleplay made real. Wherever you get your, how do you say this, podcasts? Cordelia, you're looking inside of yourself for this spell that everything was hinging on you casting and you don't have it? She opens her eyes. Cord, what are you waiting for? It's not there. What? what? I don't have it. What? I don't know where it is. I don't, the void, it's gone. Your spell? Your magic? Yeah, she looks around to make sure that nobody's looking, but she's in a panic. Yeah, it's, uh, the magic's gone. In a gone. panic, you've begun to, uh, there's a witch hunter looking. You're a very big thing, remember, and yeah. now you're moving very quickly, which is, a, that's a very aggressive thing for these witch hunters. And uh, two witch hunters, uh, look at you and they begin walking in your direction. She looks to Bello and sort of like turns her cloak and tries to calm down. We gotta get out of here. You have to do something. Bello sees the boat starting to pull away from the dock. He sees the witch hunters up on land walking towards the dock. He sees Cordelia panicking, standing next to him on the dock. And he realizes now's his time. Cord, Hmm. I got it. Plan B. Plan Bello. And then... (laughs) Okay. And then Bellow's going to race towards the boat. The boat's, think of it like a, it's like a train leaving the station. It's like pulling away from the dock. Yes, and it's gaining speed. It's beginning to move a little bit faster. The light has caught that boat, though. This is the boat that you guys just hastily checked and allowed to keep going. So Bellow is going to reach out just as it's pulling away, and he's going to get a hand on that boat. And as he does, he's going to charge it with the glowing energy of an expensive coast sun giving the entire boat the light and the shining brightness of a beautiful beachy day. It looks like nothing else on the water right now. You need suntan lotion if you're looking at this boat. It's so bright. Now that it's already shining, Bello is going to focus on the boat again and he's going to cast a different spell. He's going to cast Weather Is Here 
wish you were beautiful, which also bathes the boat in different light. This is going to bathe it in beautiful pink light. So now we have the combination of the of the bright yellow sunlight and this pink beachy sunlight. It looks like a rave. It looks like a party. This light is pulsating and shifting and glowing. No one can help but look at it. It's amazing. And then for the final piece, Bello is going to touch his puka shell necklace. He doesn't have a spell, but he's going to focus all of his vacation energy and his chillness towards the boat. And he's going to say, it isn't a party without some tunes. And at that, steel drum music is going to loudly emanate from this boat. Already the light is hitting these pinks and these yellows, and it's like light hitting a disco ball. And this light, this boat, it almost looks like it's on fire, but a nice fire, a pleasant fire, a fire you would love to survive. You can see the people aboard. It sounds like it's uh, they're, they're going to be ready to dance the limbo. Uh, steel drum music, and this part, it's like a party boat. This is a party boat driving through downtown. All of a sudden, it is the middle of night. It is dark. There is only torchlight except for this boat, which is glowing like a, a sun that's having a fiesta, baby. Cordelia's in trance. This is the opposite of what she was going to do, and it's so beautiful. Nice job, Bello. Thanks. I just, I thought a party would work. You, that's just your move. We cut now back to Albie and Prolapse. Albie and Prolapse. You have been searching through the tents. There is a, a crisscross, a zigzag of tents everywhere. There seems to be no grid structure to these tents. They've just put up tents everywhere. Some of the tents have glowing lights inside. One of the tents, you can hear a loud resonant metal clanking inside. One of the tents, you can hear a, a witch hunter droning on with some sort of instructions for witch hunters in there. And uh, you are moving about. And some of the tents, every third or fourth tent has uh, black velvet ropes up around it, and uh, those seem to be the uh, the party tents. Uh, those smell a little different, and uh, uh, you know the tents are a rockin' if you want to go knocking, but they're a rockin'. Okay, so before when I was scoping the place out, I saw them wheeling Lady Blades from like one tent to the other. So it, it wouldn't be one that had the cord the cords in front of it anyway. Albie's going to walk up to the tent where she hears the metal clanging. Okay, and in the tent where you hear the metal clanging, you're going to open the doors to the tent, and there are witch hunters inside, and you see, this tent was pretty big, and you see a massive horseshoe, an enormous horseshoe, which is being lifted up by rope pulleys. There is a witch hunter in a, a black lab coat who is walking around the horseshoe and inspecting it. They're running their finger over it and saying, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Huh, okay. You don't see any prisoners in here, though. There only seem to be uh, witch hunter uh, scholars and scientists studying. Okay, Albie makes a mental note of this horseshoe, and then she backs away, hopefully without notice. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're focusing on this horseshoe. One of the witch hunters looks at you and says, everything good? All good. All good. I thought that was my belt in there. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm not a humor person. Me neither. Goodbye. Um, Al- I can tell. Albie <laughs> Al- Al- withdraws from the tent, looks over to Prolapse, and nods her head towards the next tent over. Yeah, Prolapse is staying hidden until it's his time to do the destruction. 
in that tent, you see a grim sight indeed. Uh, you see uh, your friend, the great misnomer, who is, uh, he's tied to a chair and they are, uh, they're splashing water in his face. They have buckets of water and they're just splashing him. Uh, Lady Blades is trapped in this enormous ball. And uh, inside of the ball, it seems to, uh, it's filled with something, but Lady Blades seems uh, relatively comfortable in there, although each of her blades are pinned to the side of the ball. She's like the uh, the Da Vinci man inside of the ball. And uh, the great misnomer is tied to a chair as witch hunters are splashing water in his face. He says, I'll never tell. Albie uh, clears her throat and uh, speaks up. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but uh, I could use your help with something out here. Uh... This is highest priority. Is this, are you sure this is important? I've never seen anything like this in all my years as a witch hunter. And she's outside of the tent, undetected. She is waving her hand at Prolapse. Prolapse walks in and drops his cloak. And he just starts going, Oh, for fuck's sake! And the, the the both of the witch hunters who are have been splashing water on the great misnomer. They drop the water buckets and they make a beeline for uh for prolapse right now. And they go, what is what has happened to one of our own? This is a mockery. I was turned into a party skeleton on that boat out there. Jesus Christ! What the what boat out there? And at that, they're gonna look over to the side and they see the uh, the glowing, the bright boat. They see the party boat. They go, "You gotta be fucking kidding me!" I swear to God. Wouldn't have interrupted you if it wasn't important. I understand now, and I'm sorry I gave you a tough time. Hey, we are we all have hard days. And they turn towards uh, the skeleton and they're gonna grab you, prolapse by the shoulders, and they're gonna say, "What happened? Explain yourself." Trial marry you. I tried marry you. I tried the other one, but the not only did they strip you of your skin and your flesh and your fats, they turned you into a moron! Oh, that's not very nice. Well, we're on your side, buddy. I can take care of these prisoners here if you want to... They, they need manpower. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, and uh, one of them heads off towards the boat, and the other is just shaking DeBonesby and saying, What happened? Who were you? Were you one of the hot ones? DeBonesby falls apart completely, just like falling down like... Like a Jenga tower of bones. Good lord, his bones strewn about! Avenge me! And then the skull kind of rolls out of the tent. Uh, He's going to run towards the skull. You, you seem to be the one with the answers. Please tell me more. How did this happen to you? I looked at the boat without a gasp. Solemn purpose. Oh my god, no. Oh my god, no, Marvin! He ran towards the boat! He's looking at the boat! I don't know if he has a solid purpose! Marvin, no! No! No, don't look at the boat if you don't have a solid purpose! <laughs> Albie is going to close the flaps of the tent and rush over to the Great Misnomer. The Great Misnomer looks up at you. You can see now the Great Misnomer is completely hairless. Whereas once he was a full cat person, uh, now he is still a full cat person. That doesn't make him not a cat person, but he seems to be like a sphinx cat, a hairless cat. He looks up at you and says, You never fully dr- <gasps> Albie! Oh, Great Misnomer! She's going to grab DeBonesby's cloak from off the ground and wrap it around his shoulders. Oh, thanks. I've, I got a terrible chill from losing all my hair. Albie, they shaved me. I think that's terrible. They shaved me, Albie. Albie is um, untying him. Yeah. And then uh, she's going to peek her head out of the tent, looking both ways. Uh, yeah, you can see, I mean, this ship has caused a huge distraction. Witch hunters are running past you towards the ship. Uh, they don't seem to be t- paying much attention to you whatsoever. Okay. She's going to grab Great Misnomer. Head down river. 
Albie, what do you what? No, we gotta help you. I didn't realize you were still alive. We've got it from here. We've got an airtight plan. What about the bell ringer? Where is he? He's the one making the party boat. Of course, I knew it. He's my hero. The bell ringer, he's out there. Don't worry, he's he's got it covered. The bell ringer still breathes. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, ding dong goes the bell. <laughs> yeah. But what about Lady Blades? Albie looks around. Uh, you see Lady Blades in the the big hamster wheel, and Lady Blades looks at you and says, "Albie, it's good to see you." Lady Blades. Always a pleasure. It does my heart good to know that you're alive. And my heart sings to know that you are safe. Albie looks at the ball around her blades and then looks at the earth and ground and focuses on it as a trench starts to appear, digging its way through the front flaps of the tent and curving downhill towards the bank of the river. Albie, what witchcraft is this? Are you in alliance with the moles? Uh, (laughs) yeah. And Elvie's going to gently tip uh, Lady Blade into the trench. And so Lady Blade just moving, the way you have tipped her, she's just going up and down, up and down, (laughs) up and down as she says, Friends beneath the earth, thank you so much for your help. I appreciate it. Although I haven't met you, I know you are in alliance with our friends. I am allied with the bell ringer. May freedom (laughs) ring out wherever. Ding dong goes the bell. And Alvy keeps a watchful eye as Lady Blade and the Great Misnomer make their way safely to the riverbank. Yes, uh, the Great Misnomer chases Lady Blades. Uh, she says, Lady Blades, wait for the Great Misnomer! As they uh, they run for the banks of the river. Okay, great. Alvy is going to uh, leave the tent and she's going to assume an air of calm, but hurry towards the east. Yes, and uh, out of the corner of your eye, you watch as Lady Blades, her ball uh, moves into the river, and it begins rolling, and it seems to be directionless until the Great Misnomer jumps onto the ball, and like somebody on a log in a river, he begins walking on the ball, guiding it down river as he waves to you and says, Albie, remember, I'm the Great Misnomer. (laughs) Remember, I'm Albie. I always do. And I'm Prolops. Oh, good. Okay, you're here. Come on. And no, we cut now to uh, Bello and Cordelia. Bello and Cordelia, uh, the boat that you had uh, had lit, it is causing a huge distraction. Many, many witch hunters are running past you. They are all uh, running towards this boat. They are confused. There is chaos. Many witch hunters are beginning to shout into their gloves. Uh, We got a problem here. Something is very, very wrong. Cordelia is going to subtly grab Bella's arm so she doesn't lose track of him as if it's almost like a concert, right? Like right, people right. are fucking filling And everyone's filling wearing in. the same thing. Everybody's wearing the same thing. She doesn't want to lose track of him, so she's going to hold on to him. Mm-hmm. And she's still in a little bit of a state of panic. She's thrown by the fact that she's lost something. Mm-hmm. Um, but she knows they got to go. Yeah. So she's going to tug, and she's going to start pulling him towards the east. As she's doing that with one hand, that is like a little visible you know that like two witch hunters are just like walking through this crowd holding hands Mm -hmm. so as she does that in her other hand she's going to feel suddenly the tip of Bello's tail (laughs) she recoils (laughs) but she collects herself and realizes he is offering her a way to confidently walk with him without appearing to be holding hands she takes hold of his tail what does it feel like it's a little furry a little furry okay Um, but uh but strong Okay, she takes it in both hands. <laughs> Fair enough. And um, assuming that means that he's sort of a little bit in front of her, and so she's going to sort of follow behind him. Yeah. 
Uh, witch hunters running past you. You have not gone unnoticed. Remember, you are very large. Uh, you tower over all of the witch hunters. None of the other witch hunters are much taller than six feet. It's a shame. And uh, uh, But you tower over those witch hunters. One young witch hunter looks like a young recruit, maybe even lied about his age. Uh, he just wanted to get involved. He looks around and he catches you. He says, wait a second. What's going Wait a second. He's mine. Wait. Huh? He's mine. We're going to the tents. Come on. Come on, hot one. And she sort of pushes him forward. Bella, Bella was so caught off guard by Cordelia suggesting that anything is happening between them. This is the first time she's even, like, entertained that such a thing were even possible. He's totally flummoxed. So he's he's looking for words. He can't find words. He's so confused. And then he just looks at the young witch hunter and a voice not his own comes out of his lips. Buddy, you know what it's been. It's been pandemonium. The witch hunter nods and he accepts that. He goes, God, it really is. And they won't even let me in the tents. And he looks directly at the camera. Because I'm 14. And he kicks <laughs> the ground. Uh, Cordelia does that thing you do uh, with like horses reins where you like hi with his tail. That's over the line. I'm sorry. It's fine. Let's move. Okay, so she, yeah, she's following behind. You are moving against the current. There are witch hunters. There are many, many witch hunters, and they are pushing past you, and they are pushing past you, and it's, it's just like salmon's against the stream. Beads of sweat are starting to collect on Bella's forehead. He's worried about the time. They've got maybe the most ground to cover to get, you know, to the middle of town and then to the far side of town to get to the bridge and meet the boat that they're supposed to rendezvous at. And he's worried. He's not sure they're going to make it. Uh, Cordelia's also not helping because she's overwhelmed by the amount of witch hunters. This is her absolute worst nightmare. She cannot go invisible. She can't use any of her demonic magic, and she's missing some of it. So if anything, she's probably sort of been holding it back. We cut back now to Albie and Prolef, who have just crossed the bridge into the center of town. You are now on the north side of town. There are still witch hunters running past you, but you have made extremely good time. Because remember, you're small, you're nimble. Prolef, you have barely any body mass. You were able to move through the witch hunters pretty effectively. Witch hunters are, they're still, they're moving west and they're following this boat. You can now see at the center of town, right next to this tall tower, you can see a toppled statue of an otter. And you can see a circle of white glyphs uh, encircling uh, at the exact spot where that otter was and you can see the very bottoms of a black cart they seem to be uh it's like they're being summoned into this circle you can see the bottoms of a wheel and with every passing second more of the wheel begins to knit itself together it's as if they're pulling a cart from elsewhere here they're calling in reinforcements through this glyph friends and how many witch hunters are around that glyph there is a group of uh, exactly 10 witch hunters encircling that glyph. Okay, so it would be foolish to try to take them head on. Extremely. I would avoid it. Okay, great. So then Albie and Prolapse are just going to head towards the bridge to, to the rendezvous point. Okay, great. Yeah, you take that in and you head to the bridge to the rendezvous point and you make it to the bridge. And as you uh, you move up the bridge, this bridge is now unguarded. Their Witch hunters don't know where to go. Remember, these witch hunters, uh, things have been crazy for the witch hunters, especially for the past few days. Uh, you see a witch hunter in a metal belt, uh, wandering with a perfectly symmetrical face, uh, wandering, saying, what do I do? Where do I go? I don't know my name! I don't know my name! Albie is going to position herself like a guard at the edge of this bridge. Mm -hmm. Sorry, son, you gotta turn back. We're trying to, we're trying to do some crowd control here. Of course, I understand. I do, do you know my name? Name me! Joffrey. Joffrey? Yeah. Okay. Well. (laughs) No, it's fine. I'll take it. And he runs off. Albie, like, kind of stuffs prolapse into her cloak so there isn't just, like, a skeleton out in the, uh, in the open. Sure. Uh, just, like, 
Are you okay in there? I'm fine. I'm happy to be alive. I'll tell you what. You're all good time. Okay, so we're just gonna... We're just gonna act like we're guarding this bridge, okay? Until we see our friends. Yes. Beware! Beware of party boats. They took away my body. No, you're, you're pushed. You're pushed by witch hunters. There's witch hunters run uh, across the the bridge. Uh, they they move through you from behind. They're running across the bridge. Everyone's running towards this boat to try to figure out what is going on. We're gonna cut now to the tall tower. Stir Fry begins to run back down the stairs to try to get out and go to and meet his friends on the bridge. At the bottom, uh, you see the doors have been flung open, and you see there are witch hunters heading up the stairs. Uh, there are witch hunters going, is everything okay up here? Is everything okay? What's going on? What's going on? Have you seen the boat? Yes, yes, I'm shining a light on the boat so everyone can go to it. Okay, well, we're going to help. We're going to help. You need all the help you can get. We got reinforcements. We're, we're on the way. Uh, we don't need help right here. We need help by the boat. Help by the boat. We're coming up now. We're what's coming the... up. We're coming up the stairs. <sighs> Johnson, Christ, it's time for plan B. Plan below. Stir Fry grabs the arrow and ties the rope around it. He then ties he ties the other end of the rope to the lamp mechanism. He then takes the arrow with that rope tied to its back and takes out his longbow. He aims it at the bridge on the east side where he's supposed to be. He aims, he aims, he aims. Fire. Make an attack roll with advantage. 21. 21. The arrow flies through the air, trailing rope behind it. It goes and it goes and it goes until it hits the bridge, drawing the rope taut. There is a taut line in between the bridge and the light structure behind you. Stirfry utilizes his brand new go-to move. He takes off his head, but then he turns the head down so the beak is at the bottom of the head, where the neck would be. He, he opens his beak and then puts it on top of the rope as if it's, you know, that thing that a fucking zip line. Zip line, thank you, Branson. He then, he then jumps using his head with the beak as that zip line carabiner type thing, and he is zooming, zooming down on that rope. Surfry, you are zooming down on the rope. Albie and Prolapse, you are at the edge of this bridge. Cordelia and Bello, you are way behind. You have only just now crossed the bridge into the northern part of town. Time is of the essence. That boat is, you can see the boat off in the distance and it's beginning to move. We're missing it. Uh, Oh oh no, we we gotta get there. Okay, we'll run faster. To your left, you see the white sigil, the circular white sigil, and you see this cart. This cart is being formed. It's more than halfway there. You can see the windows of the cart, the doors of the cart. You can see the horses themselves. The horses are being knit into reality in the sigil. Bella, 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 I don't like this. Horses! And Bello is going to rip off his witch hunter robe. And as he does, Cordelia feels his tail in her hands and it is it feels different the hair the little fuzz on it is growing it's growing into long hair because bella is turning into a horse whoa get on she does <laughs> she jumps on his back and barebacks the hell out of bello <laughs> hi-ya now keep in mind cordelia you are significantly bigger than bella she's ridden me before <laughs> yeah she's barebacked me before yeah uh, oh boy and bello gallops with renewed speed to the boat to the bridge to the rendezvous you're running and you hear the click of uh, of the car 
cart behind you as this cart has been summoned to this location. The horses, they're there and you hear them neigh as those horses, they've been brought from another location here. They're calling reinforcements. It's taking a bit of time, but the reinforcements are coming and you can see it's, it's, you're almost not gonna make it. The boat, is, the boat is leaving, it's moving. What are you gonna do? Bellow uses all the strength in his horse body and he's going to leap over the witch hunters between him and the bridge. You leap over the witch hunters. The witch hunters look up and they say, I mean, even the horse has abs as you just move over those witch hunters and you are flying and we're gonna cut now to Stir Fry. Stir Fry, you're zip lining down the rope towards the bridge. Stir Fry shifts his body left, shifts his body right, feeling the wind and he realizes he's going closer and closer to that bridge. He's, he doesn't know how to get off. If he chomps down right now, he'll fall right into the water. He's just gonna... <laughs> Fuck it. He's going straight for that bridge. He goes to the bridge and, and smacks against the rock. His body parts fly everywhere like a Mr. Potato Head that your brother threw at your own head. And your head's hard as fuck. Eye in the, <laughs> eyes in the air. Beak in the air. Arms in the air. Torso. Legs. They smack. They roll around on the bridge. Uh, Mino, now we're going to cut to Albie and Prolapse. You got a log jam of witch hunters and you're at the edge of the bridge. You guys have been standing guard and there's witch hunters trying to get through you. What are you going to do? Albie sees Horse Bellow and Cordelia sail overhead and swishes her cape off of her back, revealing prolapse. Yep. You heard it. You heard it. And you heard it for free. It's the ringtone. I'm never running for office. <laughs> she has sailed. Don't go in there. There's a body burning. Too many hot people. They've fucked all the flesh off of my body. Look at my penis. It's gone. Run away. Run Look at away. his penis, everyone. Look at his penis. The witch, they shield their eyes and say, no, no, no. And the witch hunters, they, they, they all, they look at you. Their jaws drop. They hear what you've said and they're horrified by it. And all of these witch hunters in their hearts, they wanted to believe that it would, they could just, they could just fuck the hot witch hunters with, with no consequences. But they see you now and they see the consequences and they're haunted and they, they cry out one of them falls to their knees and says no no it can't be like this no they turn tail and they run in the opposite direction on the bridge clearing a path for you Albie's gonna book it she's gonna run in the direction that Bello and Cordelia landed and she's gonna join up with them Prolapse starts gathering up Stir Fry's parts. Oh, no, Stir Fry fell apart. I know what that's like now. I got this money in my I got to get all these parts in this bird. I got to get you on that bird, mommy. I got to get you on that bird. And he's, he's grabbing all these bird parts and putting them together wrong. One of the, uh, so Stir Fry, you are, you are just, you are a new creation. And one of the witch hunters turns and he looks and he sees a, a skeleton panicatedly putting together Stir Fry and creating something that should not be. The witch hunter looks at you and says, now I've seen everything. He puts a glove to his head and explodes his own head. <laughs> are we done, Kirking? Are we still like- You guys are still happening. in the air. Yes, this is happening very quickly. Yeah. So at this moment, so remember, Albie, you have just jumped off the bridge and you are joining Joining Bello and Cordelia midair. Uh, meanwhile, this guy just exploded his head. Stir Fry, you are a thing that ought not be, and uh, DeBonesby, you are on the bridge with him. Prolapse, wait. Cut the rope with attached to the arrow. They can't know that we were here. <laughs> I, I don't have any scissors. And he jumps off the bridge with Stir Fry's mangled body. 
hoping to hit a boat. One, two, three, four, five. There is a horse. There is an enormous Sasquatch atop the horse. There is a fawn jumping into the air. There is a skeleton which is holding a body that no god would accept uh, as they sail through the air. There's nothing below you. Except... A boat. All of you land on the boat with a thud. Uh, uh. Yeah, do. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My man. Uh, Cordelia slides off of Bellow's back and gives him a double pat on the sort of side belly. We did it! We did it! <sighs> Bellow wild shapes back into his regular man form. I... hello. Hey, we did it. We didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I didn't... wasn't... didn't think you... okay. And she's gonna run to the edge of the boat and just like kind of watch as they move away from the bridge. Yes, you are moving away from the bridge and there is a there's a calm on this boat. The pandemonium of Otter Squirt is uh, it's it's passing behind you now. You guys are moving ever so slowly. You are moving uh, down. This is the Y River and you are heading east. You are heading northeast towards the capital and towards Brian Doyle Falls. And behind you, you can hear screaming of witch hunters. It's pandemonium. It's panic. They don't know what's going on behind them. But on this boat, things are calm. And things are quiet. <sighs> oh, Sir Fry. Yes? You okay? It's for new me. If you can't take me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. <laughs> Dude, you got a leg out your head. This is my best. <laughs> you all laugh. And laugh. <laughs> Until a door on the inner ship swings open. Five witch hunters file out looking at you and they say, It's them. Roll for initiative. Quite the rude tale indeed. That was Ali Fisher as Cordelia, Carly Monardo as Albie, Christopher Hastings as Frederick de Bonesby, Tim Platt as Stir Fry, Joe Lepore as Bello, and Branson Reese as Everything and Everyone Else. Rude Tales of Magic is produced by Taylor Moore. That fortunate horse. He sounds nice. With additional sound design by Michael Gelfie. And with the infinite dark beneficence of Sidney and Benjamin Paul. See you next time, weary traveler, when you most desire even more rude tales of magic. Bye.
That was a HeadGum Podcast.